Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is back. The, the Welcome back. A and A is not with us. That's Andre and Amanda. Oh, I like but, what you've done there. Yeah, it's nice of you to keep the same letters. Makes yes. it easy for pronunciation right. on my part. A lot easier. As long as you get Amanda with Amanda and Andre with Andre. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no. uh, they were great. Thank you very much for that. Not by the at way. all. Hope the listeners uh, enjoyed it. Hey, you know what? The stats are out. Everyone knows that this is a peak listening time in the United Arab Emirates. You if you take a look at. What Nielsen has uh, posted up online. Wow. Yeah. Very, very impressed. Yeah. So, uh, and probably more so now during during the month of Ramadan when people's hours are a little bit changed around, shall we Ramadan, say. Ramadan, Kareem, to all of yes. our friends yes. and our newfound friends who are just tuning in this evening. Yes, exactly. If this is the first time listening to the show, definitely keep it on for at least the next 30 seconds. And if you don't <laughs> like it, then please turn it off. <laughs> Marcus Smith joins us every week at this time from Interfight Gym. And we spend an hour talking about health, well-being, fitness, a lot of fitness and yep. and those tips, tips and tricks. Tips. There we go. Tips and tricks. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, we want to let's kick off though because Ramadan is here. Yep. And this is a fantastic time of the year. As many of my colleagues have said, let's refocus. Yes. Let's out with the old, in with the new. This is a great opportunity to say to yourself, okay, these are my new goals. Yes. This is what I want to look like. This is how I want to feel. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And start doing it. Now, the proviso <laughs> in that is sometimes people say, oh, okay, I'm fasting during the day. Yep. I'm I'm with family, friends at night, mm-hmm. and then we start the cycle again. Yeah. How am I going to make this all work? And honestly, when you come up through places like Inner Fight and and many of the gyms around, it's it works pretty darn well. Yeah, I think it's it, Ramadan's a, a a very Ramadan's a fantastic time of year in yeah. in a lot of senses. People are working less hours, so they do have a little bit more time in the day. The guys that aren't fasting. I see people using that time well. In a lot of cases, they're doing more fitness. The guys that are fasting, obviously, during those shorter work hours, they're, they're relaxing a little bit more, but then they have a little bit of energy at night. So you said it, it's a time where it's a new month. It's a 30-day period, yeah. and we can really hone in and focus on that. There's a lot of things going on for people religiously, which is fantastic. They have all of their goals there as well, so why not drop in a fitness goal as well? And you can focus for that for that month of Ramadan. You know, every day you can you can do your, your fitness, and there, I think there are less distractions around because it's more of a focused month. So yeah. I think it's a it's a greater time. But you do, if you are fasting, you do have to manage your energy in the right way i definitely don't expect people who are fasting to be exercising at sort of 100 percent during the hours of fasting what i'm loving to see is people doing their exercise in sort of the last hour the last 90 minutes of the fast is are you seeing are awesome. you seeing an uptick in that yeah absolutely we, we see it every year our class at 5 30 is busier so we do a 5 30 6 30 class the guys then obviously just rush home and they can get their food around seven when when iftar is so we see that class super busy all the time in, in ramadan so how are how are the folks the the women and the men who are coming to a class like that yeah they've been fasting They're all thirsty. day <laughs> yeah but they've been fasting all day so they got yes. energy levels 
and and they've got hydration levels that they've been you know they've been taxing in a yeah, sense yeah. as they do through the month. How are they managing that yes. with a, a workout? Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest things. You're not going to you know for example if a workout has like a, a decent amount of running in it, it could have up to two or three k of running in it. It's hot. You're thirsty. You're dehydrated. You're not going to perform at your absolute okay. optimal. That's one of the things. Like you're going to be if you are training at that time, you're going to be a little bit more, should we say, depleted on a number of levels. Definitely on a nutrition level. And sometimes, especially for the first week, and this is what you sort of fasting has different cycles. So the first week there's a lot of adjusting for the body. Yeah. Once the body adjusts, it actually starts to perform at higher level. So you'll feel your performance increase in the second third and fourth week of the fast which is which is something super important and and also there's there's studies that that kind of prove it but in this in this sort of first week that we're having at the moment you see people's energy levels are a little bit low but it's a discipline as well james they're coming and they're getting it done yeah. you mentioned well it, but, and that to me is is point number one is yeah. this is this is all about discipline absolutely and it really reinforces that discipline in getting it into the right mindset and yes. saying, I am going to do this. I'm going to do I'm it. Gonna complete it. Yeah. It might not be the fastest time. It might not be the most reps, That's but it. I am going to put myself into it in the circumstances I'm in. Absolutely. And, and it's exactly right. It's making the best of those circumstances because as well, the alternative is, is that you, you would train maybe two or three hours after iftar. So if we yeah. go seven plus three, we're about 10 p.m. We naturally have a 10 p.m. class as well. But then there is it, are... Is it pretty, it's, it's putting you on pause again, pretty full class? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it sort of split. The guys at the gym that are fasting either come 5.30 in the evening or they come at, at 10 p.m. So yeah, the 10 p.m. class is, is also super busy. And, and it's such a, it's, it really is a great vibe with those guys. They've sort of they've had a little bit of food to break their fast. They've gone and they've done their prayers. They come in at 10. They're pretty relaxed. They're going to have a workout. Then they're going to have more food, and then they're going to sleep, and and that's that's really so they're actually only eating sort of twice twice right. in, in, yeah. in the day. So that's really the second option. I always again encourage people because I know the later Ramadan gets, especially in the last ten days of Ramadan, there's more commitments family-wise, and 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 also to to. The, the things that go with Ramadan, people have more time commitments. So we sometimes see a drop off in that later workout time during the end of Ramadan, during the last 10 days of Ramadan. But definitely at the start, people are all into it. And it's, you know, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic start to the month. And it's something that is just great to see people get into new regimes. You know, people would have had goals, maybe they're putting them off, but Ramadan has just started they're back in. They're back in business. They've reset those goals. They've refocused, and and they're ready to go for the month. And I just that's what I'm saying as well. If you do get to those last ten days, and maybe we'll hit them when we get to the last ten days. But if you do get to the last ten days and things are a little bit shaky, it's just a time to refocus. It's a month that you've committed to, so just make sure you crack on and make it a month and not a month less ten days. Marcus Smith here from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name's James Pikeway. I want to I want to stay with the Ramadan for just a second and the commitment and you know that refocusing and that that really allowing your body to change and adapt a little bit to different timings and, and a whole bunch of different influences yes. that are coming in. Post-Ramadan, yeah. what has been your experience? I mean, this is not the first time that you've been through this activity yeah. at the gym. This is, this is a yearly yeah. event and a yearly celebration, yeah. uh, both inside and outside of, of the, the gym. Yeah. What, what have you noticed in the past... That, that folks are taking away from this experience? There's, there's two 
there's essentially two types of people here. There's those that jump into Ramadan and, and all its benefits, new health goals. They get into it and they kickstart a habit that lasts. And then there's the second type of person that wants to do it but just doesn't want it quite enough. And then during Eid, they just go wild on their food and then yeah. they might travel afterwards and everything gets lost. There's not really much in between, <laughs> sadly. So it's like the guys that are all in and the guys that are not. So for me, it's a chance to kickstart something. But I think you just you do have to work extra hard to make it to make it continue and to make it happen. And I think this is the thing about all short term goals. Like if you just say for 30 days, I'm going to do this, then maybe you'll do it for the 30 days. But then what happens afterwards? And it's good to focus initially on those 30 days. But we, we want you to make changes that last for your life. We want to make these positive changes, be it eating better, be it better workouts, just be it better sleep or just being a better human being. We want that to last. So you should be thinking about it and going, Ramadan is my kickstart. I'm going to get into these good routines. I'm going to start feeling better. I know after 30 days, I'm going to actually be feeling super good about the changes in, in mind, body and spirit. And I'm just going to keep that going because next up, I've got summer. And that's just a great time to, to feel good in all of those d domains, mind, body, and spirit. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of tonight's show. There we go. Uh, really, really quickly, I'm changing gears just a yes. little bit. You were away, so yes. people will know that Amanda and Andre covered for you. Yeah. Uh, you were you you were running the Volvic Volcano experience. Yes. Unbelievable. I... There's, there's a lot of places in the world that you can't get to, and the Volvic Volcanoes is one of them that's quite restricted. So what Volvic do is once a year, they open it up to the public and have a trail. They have four different trail run races. One's 83K, one's 43K, one's 25K, and the other's 15K, where you get to experience the area and also you get to experience the brand. If you enter the race, which is incredibly cheap, it's about 50 euros, yeah. you can also experience the brand. You can go into the factory. You can see where it's made. You can understand the filtration process as it goes through six different layers of the volcano. You, you, one thing that you can't see is actually where the water is because it's filtered through volcanoes like a lot of people they want to see okay where does this water come from uh, you know is it a pond out there and stuff yeah. it's very different evolving in that the water goes through these volcanoes and these six different layers and then drops into this area at the bottom and then gets drained off and then they take the water from there so it's happening deep underground but the the thing that what volvic have done and they turn the town into a festival for that weekend for friday saturday sunday and anyone that's part of the race not only gets to run the race but gets to enjoy the area of volvic which is is, is a really nice small town in quite a remote area of france it's it's about it's near an airport or near a town called Clermont-Ferrand, which is around 15 k's away, and then the nearest biggest city is Lyon, which is about 130 kilometers away. So it's it's quite tucked away, and that's why the water from there is so pure. But to have a race and to have an experience like this is something that is I've never seen any other brand open up their sort of their 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 brand and their factory and their area to welcome the public in and there was four and a half thousand people there wow it's yeah. quite a it's quite a huge, load huge huge yeah. so really really good experience and my first sort of decent run so that was good as well plans to return for the longer run uh, next year uh yeah i'd quite like to 83k across that terrain is is a is a decent challenge but yeah a few months after my accident 
43k was a very decent <laughs> challenge as well and i i was very thankful that that's all yeah. it was this time so maybe hopefully next year we'll see how that goes marcus smith joining us from interfight gym this is get fit radio my name is james pikeaway more fitness conversation on its way marcus smith is here this is get fit radio my name is james pikeaway and for the next hour it's all about fitness health well-being getting your mind tuned in and we got a great question that's come in from that 40-something guy yeah. with three children under the age of seven Yeah. who has come to the realization, looking in the mirror and trying to be active with these kids, that something has got to give. Yeah. And he's, he sent us through a comment saying, okay, I need to get more active. I need to get back into some movement. I need to literally get into better physical shape how do i start what do i start doing his mind is there but he hasn't pulled the switch yet he hasn't pulled the cord to say okay i gotta get going and he wants advice from you (laughs) more than happy to 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 serve up a bit of advice here and i think this scenario is not different from a number of people in dubai and also potentially globally um, three kids under the age of seven. They've been moving around, uh, just no routine. He's obviously got a job that's quite demanding. There's just so much going on. Some might say that that's a lot of excuses, but in 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 real terms, it's a lot of the reality as well. Like people are super busy. They yeah. have you know kids need to be picked up, kids need to be dropped off, kids need to go to this, kids need to go to that, and it it, it kind of can be absolute mayhem. And then on top of that, we're like, okay, how do I take care of my own health? As well as fitting in work. As well as fitting in work. And the homework you get from work. Exactly. (laughs) And friends. And friends. (laughs) And it's just like there is just not enough time in the day. Well, there is enough time in the day. And and, and that's that's the sort of main thing. What we need to address is a couple of things. I always say to people that one of the first things or what comes first is your nutrition. So are you doing everything you can on the nutrition front? You it doesn't cost you any more time to eat better. Yeah. Um, if you can't, if, if, if you're into a lot of fast food and delivery food, look around for the healthier options. Diet Coke. <laughs> I, I only say Water. that. I, I only say that because I know this particular person. Okay. Is doing half liters of Diet Coke and yeah. multiple half liters multiple. of Diet. Multiple. So. So boom, cut out the Diet Coke. The, these are the things, and let, I mean, let let's start there because I think this is something that is not just to the to this guy i think maybe a load of people as i say globally as well are having this yeah. issue like look at like if we go to nutrition let's go to the header of nutrition then let's go to what you put into your body liquid wise yeah. if it's not water don't have it anymore like just cut out all the other stuff go down to water and, or then some just like black tea black coffee is literally all I want you to drink. And a lot of people say, oh, it's so boring, it's this. It's like, yeah, but that's a start point because you might be getting in too many of your additional calories through Diet Coke, through coffee with three spoons of sugar and milk, through tea with three spoons of sugar and is it evaporated condensed milk, yeah. something like that, 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 that they use a lot over here. So you can actually start to clean up your lifestyle your port your no, diet on, I, w- I want to interrupt you what about the folks who say yeah but i'm drinking these zero colas and these zero yeah. things although they're full of other things exactly you know there's no there is really no negotiation here like you've got to understand that all those soft drink companies are going to keep on coming out with a new drink and trying to prove to you that actually because they've got massive marketing budgets because they've got so much money they're going to try and prove to you that their new drink is a healthier drink 
and it's actually fine for you and it's actually not doing you any good. Well, I can prove to you that water is the best drink for you. It's the best on absolutely every level. And the water companies don't have so much budget to just keep on proving over and over how good water is because we should kind of know that as humans. Like the, the best drink you can drink for your body is water. It's going to do you all of the favors and you need to be drinking a decent amount of it every day. So no matter if it comes out zero this, zero that, this is actually good for you. This is going to give you energy. It's all synthetic and it's all not good for you. And, you know, we could we could do actually a whole show on that. But that's really that's really the bottom line. So you can start to clean up your lifestyle. You can start to and this is all in the goal of feeling better, probably looking a bit better and maybe shedding some some kilos. So drink more liquids, drink waters. Yes. Drink. Then start thinking about the food that you're putting in. Exactly. So vegetables. Exactly. You know, clean, 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 unprocessed stuff. You said it, James. Unprocessed food. Like I understand that that getting delivery food is actually buying you back a bit of time and time really is the commodity for a lot of people and that's what we need to juggle the most. So have a look around like what restaurants or what delivery services are delivering to you healthy food. That's what we really need to understand and what is healthy food? Is a salad with a load of mayonnaise or Caesar dressing on it healthy? No, not really. So you also have to be a little bit careful there but you, when you order food, you have a choice of what you order. You know, you've got, you've got apps now, Uber Eats, Deliveroo, yeah. you've got everyone delivering. Just make better choices when you order, if you're ordering. If you're not ordering, then as you said, when you're cooking, just cook unprocessed food. Just cook your vegetables, cook your proteins. Because you can, you can start monitoring what you're putting into it, how yep. much oil you're putting on things, Absolutely. what kind of oil, if yes. you're using oil. If you, I like to cook with uh, with chicken broth instead yep. of oils. Nice, yeah. So all of you know, and I'm making the chicken broth myself, so I'm, exactly. I'm boiling up the chicken bones. So they're the they're the sort of simple things you you can start with. And then actually, I was I was listening to a, a great show the other day. If if you guys don't listen to Lewis Howe's School of Greatness, I I love his guests. I'm a bit bored of him, I'll be honest. But he has <laughs> I've been listening to him for about five years. He's done super well, and I'm, I'm very happy for him. But he has some fantastic guests and actually one guy that he had on on the other day is a is a gentleman by the name of dr rangan chatterjee and he he's he came up with something for 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 one of his patients which was just like five minute workout each evening that was the start point like he was so so and this just makes so much sense because in in this case here, if if we're talking about getting into it, you know, and well, hold on, it, I'm gonna, I want to put just hold on for a second. Marcus Smith joining us, by the way, from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Bikeway. I think this is a really big point as we're talking about where to start. How do I start moving forward with that? This, in a sense, taking on this mindset, this transformation in how I feel and how I look. And we're talking yeah. about uh, a message that's come in saying, okay, I know that I got to do something. How do I start? A how to get started beyond food so you've got once yeah. you start getting your diet and, and start realizing that what's going into the machine needs to be thought about then it's it's starting to think about that movement i want to fast forward just a little bit and yes we're we're talking about getting that movement happening but i really truly think and i want to bounce this off you yeah that you need to go to the end and where are you trying to get to what are you trying to get to yeah so that you because i i find with myself if I don't have a goal, yeah, and you know, I know where my goal is coming in January, so I'm a, I'm a long way up, but it's not that far off. Mm. And if I don't have a goal, it's well, what am I working towards? And I think for many people, 
this infinite i'm just gonna i just want to get in shape well okay by when yeah what do you want to look yeah. like what's wh- where do you want to be in in eight months 10 months 12 months 18 months let's dial that back a little bit james in that too fast you, eh? <laughs> and not for everyone no because you work yeah. super well in that and we we are all a little bit different so we work differently but if if we said to someone you understand okay let's take let's take a goal of the marathon it's in january yeah. you understand that to do the marathon you're gonna have to train a few months before you're gonna have to eat well now you need to be not carrying additional weight you need to, you understand that for someone who hasn't been doing something for a long time and has been juggling these things i i get people come in and see me that have not done any exercise they're 35 40 years old they have not done any exercise since they left high school that's oh, over 20 years man. so if we start to look at a goal that is in January of next year. So that's when we have to dial back. Everything has to be goal orientated. The goal for this week is to drink one liter of water a day. Like that could be the that goal. That could be the goal. That's a big goal for some people. It would be a huge goal for some people. The goal for this week is to cut from three spoons of sugar in three cups of coffee a day to one spoon of sugar in those three cups of coffee a day. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so we, yeah. we, you're right in that we need a goal, but for a lot of people, or it just changes throughout the, the sort of landscape of the population, if yeah. you like, is that we have to sort of figure out exactly what's going to motivate them and what they can focus on. For some people, marathon means diet, means training, means coach, means new shoes, means like there's all of these different variables that we have to start to think about and they just, they explode. Yeah. This guy's got three kids. He's I, working and, a full-time and, job. And I think this is you've, – you've nailed the point right here for this gentleman and for the other you know, thousand men and women who are going through exactly the same thing, who are listening right now, who are yeah. nodding along. Not too sure. many inputs, too many things that they have to work on, yeah. so it becomes – can't work on any of it. Can't. Exactly. Total distraction. It becomes too much. It's it overwhelming. It's anxiety. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Anxiety. There we go. Exactly. Anxiety. And that then – so – what people say is, yep, I, I tried this fitness regime and I did bang, 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 20 different things and I couldn't sustain it. So I just chucked it all in. That happens so often. So next time... I, th- you- I think in some ways the fitness community wants that because it keeps perpetuating the business. It do- no, not it, necessarily your business, it, it but in doesn't, general... It doesn't. It doesn't because I'll, I'll prove that by, by your case is that... Uh, two years ago, you ran the 10K and I challenged you to run the marathon last yeah. year. Now you want to run the marathon next year and in, you told me your goal in two years' time is to run a trail run. So yeah. actually, I want to do the long one, by the way. Yeah, the long one. Obviously. No, so no. if I motivate you in the <laughs> no, right I'm way... I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think we should go together. <laughs> okay. Um, if we're going to do... If I motivate you in the right way, actually, I keep you motivated and you're talking about the fitness industry, you keep coming back as a client yeah. because I've done my job properly. Right. If I don't do my job properly, I lose you as a client. And that's that's one of the biggest things. Like My job properly is not to train you six weeks to get a six-pack for summer. Yeah. I'll have done my job badly because I've lost you after six weeks. Yeah. But you come back next year. My job is to actually educate you in the right way and train you in the right way that, yes, I get you the six-pack for summer. I help you along that way. No one's going to get a six-pack for summer. <laughs> And then you come back and then you're interested in the next goal and the next yeah. goal and the next goal. And suddenly you're a client for 12 months and not just six weeks. Yeah. That's how to attack the fitness industry, which is completely different. Marcus Smith joining us from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Pikeaway. We still have more to come on how do you get started on your this fitness journey if yes, you're that 40-something person. Closed. Yeah, we got more to come right here on Nightline. 
Marcus Smith, standing across from me. This is Get Fit Radio. My name's James Pikeaway. We're answering your questions, queries, and comments about everything to do with the wild and wonderful world of fitness. And we were talking about a gentleman, three kids, full-time job, family, wife, been traveling, uh, been you know living the expat dream, so been in multiple countries <laughs> over the last several years, totally out of this routine, it hasn't been working out, maybe not eating as well as could be done, I don't know. But that's good presumptions, though, and and has come to the realization that need this person needs to do something. Question yeah. that came into us was, okay, what do I need to do, and ultimately, how do I get started yeah. on this journey that is sustainable, that isn't going to be uh, filled with anxiety, yeah. and that will and ultimately enjoyable. see re- and enjoyable and see yeah. results. Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest things. We're flipping back to what we were saying there. Uh, Dr. Rangan Chatterjee was on Lewis Howe's podcast. He was talking about an example where actually he just gave some of his clients a five-minute workout that they do every day. They do it together. And it was super, 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 super simple. But they started to develop this discipline of doing five minutes of exercise a day. And it got better. And they got better. The first day was super hard for five minutes. Like it's a simple workout, but it was still super hard. And in the end... They made a habit that stuck because they just looked forward so much. It wasn't hard. We're talking about there, like your goal of, of running sometimes could be too big for someone. This was super straightforward. It's like, just give me five minutes. You're just going to do something. And that's what I think people sometimes, I think a lot of people come in and they they think they want what we're talking about there, all these different variables. And they think they want a big goal at the end. But it's more like just just why not this week just cut sugar in your coffee and stop that diet coke yeah like just just focus on those things when you've nailed those we'll go to the next one some people do need a big goal for motivation but the funniest thing as well james is a lot of people that start with the big goal you you you've nailed it very well and you're a great example but i also have a lot of people that come in with a big goal and i know that they're not going to make the changes along the way so they're never going to get to the big goal Uh. i have people that have like I hear a different big goal from them every week. Right. And I'm like, how's your latte? Are you still having that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. they know and I know that if they're going to be successful, they need to make some different changes. It's not just a matter of setting these big goals. Like if you're going to complete them, you actually need to make some changes and they're not willing to make the changes and develop. To, to get to big goals, you need to have a, 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 a strict or controlled daily lifestyle and you need to repeat those habits over and over and over and over and over. Like, you shouldn't you shouldn't be having sugar in your coffee and it's not just for the next 6 weeks it's for the next 65 years of your life yeah. and if you get to 90 and you want some sugar in your coffee just have a spoonful on me that's fine there we go but this is the <laughs> this is the different thing so just start with small things if it does come to exercise like this gentleman has said you know should i be looking at going to the gym three times a week i would i would listen to the last 10 or 15 minutes of our conversation i would just dial it back that would not be my first port of call if that for some people, again, if people are motivated, they feel like they're actually doing something, they're on a plan, and that keeps their food on on point, then going to the gym three times a week is good. But this guy has three kids under seven years old, twins in there as well. It's tough. Like, it's super tough. So do you have three hours a week extra just to work out, plus half an hour there, plus half an hour back? Maybe not. So just do something simple at home. Just start with some core work. I put loads of stuff over on my Instagram about different stuff you can do at home all the time. A lot of people actually just need 
home workouts and they're going to work super well for them to get them moving, then when those home workouts become too easy or they just run out of options, that might be a time to, to reach out and go to a gym. Trainers versus doing it yourself. Now, in, yeah. in looking, I mean, you, you've seen both extremes. Yes. So this, this scenario that we've just been talking about for the last half hour, yeah. essentially you've seen it. Yeah. Failure versus success, solo, self-coaching yeah. versus having a trainer versus joining a class. I think there's, there's again, there's... Again, there's the time. The time element is, is what yeah. you've thrown in there. But there, there's two different... There's two different types of people. Again, some people can do it all on their own, but I've seen much better results when people have some form of coaching. Personally, I, I work with a lot of people at, on an online basis. All they need for me to do is write them a program that they can go in, they can get, and then they go and do, and then they'll upload their results, and they know it's there, and they know that I'm watching it. That's the number one thing of having a coach. Accountability. And it's accountability. And I'm the same. You're the same. Like when I'm training for a goal, I always have someone looking at my my training files, and they'll look at it. Like I'll put it in Training Peaks. It'll be there the week in advance, or they'll they'll write it for me in some cases, and I know that they're going to check it. So it doesn't matter for a lot of people like how motivated you are, but following a set program that someone else has done for you, or that you've done for yourself in advance, and having some accountability, just makes the efficacy of the whole program shoot through the roof so yeah. although at the start that could be a little bit again too far-fetched and if you just like listen i've i found this super cool online program i'm gonna do it i would still share that goal with someone so there's accountability and i'd, I'd come to you and i'd go james i'm doing this online program it's three times a week can you please just check in on me at the end of the week you know yeah. and i'll do the same for you i know that you're you're training for a marathon or something so i just want to see that you've done your run so there is that little bit of buy-in if you're doing it in silence on your own, for a lot of people, it's just way too easy to, to turn around and uh, I'll skip that session because nobody yeah. knows about it. And I think that's that's one of the key things. And that's one of the things where you see like an online coach or even a personal trainer. And a lot of people at the start will go, oh, yeah, but I think it's quite expensive and I don't think I can afford it. Like the value that you get from a from a good coach, there's a lot of coaches that just aren't worth the money. I'll be, I'll be straight up with you. But the value you get from a good coach that knows how to motivate you, knows how to program your workouts for you, and knows how to measure your progress so that we can demonstrate pro progress to the client is absolutely, it's one of the most undervalued resources there is available right now. And the amount of time that a good coach will put into you, if you then back calculate that to what you're paying, your return on them per hour is one of the best investments you could possibly make. Marcus Smith joining us from Interfight Gym. Get Fit Radio is the program. My name is James Pikeway. We're talking about, uh, you know, how to get yourself going. So for Richard, in in this sense, if we want to bring it all together on what yes. he needs to be doing. So one, manage the diet right yep. away. That, I mean, nutrition is the big thing. Yes, Take a look 100%. at what you're eating. Maybe there's too much sugars. Maybe you just got way too many calories going in. Look at what you're drinking. And in terms of water, coffee, colas, get that all managed. And then start moving. Yeah. Book in that time, whether it be 10, 15 minutes, yeah. take the stairs, whether it be walking around the, the office place, lunchtime. Yes. Start doing something. And top it off, which we, we which can come 
which comes anywhere along the piece of the puzzle or everywhere along the piece of the puzzle is managing your your, your sleep and your stress. Yeah. Um, another another thing that is super interesting, I really suggest people go check out Lewis Howe's podcast, Rangan Chatterjee. It was a recent episode. He actually talks a lot about reducing stress, and he talks a lot. Stress is a huge one. Yeah. There are a lot of, 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 of bullies. There are a lot of anxieties in the workplace. Absolutely. And it causes this this sort of ripple effect of stress. Exactly, which which shoots up cortisol and makes it hard to sleep so, so you don't actually recover and you don't lose the weight and you don't feel good. And what Rangan Chatterjee actually talks about is the way that the device, the smartphone, is actually increasing our, our stress levels. So... You know, things like you get home at 6 p.m., just put your phone away. Yeah. Just put it away. You you know, and, and a lot of people say, like, I'm expected to be on my phone at this time. I'm Okay, like, there is a fine line. So this is an application that everyone can use, although I think you can manage that as well. Um, no amount of money in the world would put me on call for 24 hours a day. Like, 7 o'clock in the evening, I, I just put my phone away. I, yeah. I, I don't want it anymore you know i don't want anyone asking me questions everything i can deal with the next day but i understand some people are in different jobs but they've done a lot of studies about you know 90 minutes detox uh a day off like just pick for example a weekend if it's here like friday just no phone just no phone friday like that really has reduced a lot of people's stress levels even if you like it or not like I, I turn off all the notifications on my phone, so it's not just pinging the whole time. The only ones I have on is you can call, you can SMS, or you can WhatsApp, and I'm considering how I can turn off WhatsApp, except for emergency <laughs> messages, like maybe for my wife. Yeah, yeah. But this is what they were saying, is that you know when you have the device there, you just know that you can check an email, and you check an email, and let's go on the Dubai Working Week, you check an email at 6 o'clock on a Thursday night, you cannot do anything about that email until Sunday. No matter how you reply, nothing will change until Sunday. And the person is not going to do anything about it either. So what's the point in seeing that email? And how much stress in turn is that email caused you? So you've seen that email 6 o'clock on a Thursday night. Nothing's going to change until 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. But it's in the back of your mind for the whole weekend. You can't sleep well. You're thinking about it when you're at the, with the kids at the beach, so you're not present yeah. there. You're not enjoying that time. You're being present, being engaged, whether it, yeah. whether it is just you doing this in your, in your workout or just you doing this in, in how you're thinking about your, your food or just thinking about how you're de-stressing during the day. You've got to be there. You've got to be there, and that's what we're, that's what we're missing the most right now. We're missing the present moment and we're we're in a lot of distraction and that distraction for the most part is causing us an insane amount of stress so think about it like this you can lose weight by not using your smartphone as much as you do that's that's as simple as it as it is so everyone's like what training program should i do cardio should i do strength i've got this brand new diet what's your new diet and stuff like Dude, you're never going to lose weight because your stress is just absolutely through the roof. So it's something that people I don't think are paying enough attention to and really should. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here. My name is James Pikeaway. This is Nightline. 
Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. My name is James Pikeway, and we are talking about fitness and more. Great question has come through. Uh, can you point me to a post-workout stretch routine? And uh, you know what? I saw this, and, I, and all I kept going off in my mind is I've been doing your post-workouts. Well, yeah. you, you've got a stretch routine that you do in the morning. Yes. I do it post-runs. Yeah. And it's on it's on YouTube. It is. It's really easy to follow. Yes. And there is the first part and the second part. Yeah. And I do not have near the flexibility that you do. Yeah, but I think... Uh, listen, but I keep following it. I'm not the most flexible person in the universe by any means. I played rugby for a long time. That put my body in a very prone position, which makes everything super, super tight. I can touch my toes, so that's all right. But I put together this this routine, which is actually, it's on my website, it's on YouTube. Send me a DM on Instagram, MJD underscore Smith. I will send it to you if you can't find it. And all it is, James, is it's what I would call a flow routine, a movement routine, yeah. which is just going back to what we've been talking about in, in the previous segments. We're talking about a discipline of doing something on a regular basis. You have a video there. You can do it. It's a 15-minute video. You're just going to put your YouTube in front of you, and you can just crack on and do it. All you have to do is put up with my voice, but yeah. you listen to this show anyway. So <laughs> the point is is that you might start some of those movements and be quite poor at them yeah. because you don't have a lot of flexibility. That's absolutely fine as well. As I said, I'm not a I'm not a complete yogi. I can't you know I can't put my head down to my knees or anything like that. But there there is a nice down dog in there. There yes. is the scorpion in there. Yeah. I mean you know there's everything scorpion. in there, yeah. and you just as the yogis will tell you, it really doesn't matter what you can do now, so long as you're doing something yeah. and you continue to progress and you practice what you're doing, like whether it's a stretching routine or something like that, every single day. But we genu we genuinely do need to just move simple moves a lot more because we're sitting a lot and again this is something that can be done at home it can be done any way you want and it takes about 15 minutes so yeah. if you want that it's absolutely free there's no nothing just send me a message in instagram mjd underscore smith and i will send you a link to it or hop over to my website mjdsmith.com and you can get it there, there as well but it's it's one of those things consistency and just yeah. keep doing it and yeah. and you get better and better and better and it's amazing because i've been doing it now for for you know, sometime. Yeah. And, and it, it really does have this cumulative effect, at, yes. at least for me. Yeah. Some areas that were really tight for me, yeah. lower back hips. Yeah. I think all from running. Yeah. Are feeling much better than yeah. they have in months. Yeah. And it, it's the problem with flexibility and, and mobility and stretching, if you like, it's quite slow. Yeah. Like it does take a little bit of time, but you know, the best thing to do, and, and this is something that we're talking about the negative side of smartphones. There is a lot of positives to them. You know, first time you do a routine, just take a video of it and just save that video on your camera roll. And yeah. then, you know, a month later, just take another video, put them together and you should see progress. If not, A, it's a, not a very good program or B, you're just not really doing it very well. Yeah. So, you know, but I can guarantee if you do it well, it's a good program, you'll see some good progress. You you might not be able to just go from touching your toes to putting your elbow on the floor in the first month, but I can guarantee you'll get some progress. Marcus Smith here, by the way, from Interfight Gym. Get Fit Radio is the program. A question has come through. It says, I keep reading at the Spinney's checkout about the complete ab workout, dot, dot, dot. Abs are abs, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so there's two ways I can answer this. 
magazines want to put something on the front cover that make you buy them. So they're going to put something that really hits you and makes you want to buy them. It's just, that's marketing. Like, you know, sometimes I think, geez, are we we really that naive as a human race? Like, you know, when you see on the front of fitness magazines, and we've seen it for an eternity, you know, this diet, that diet, six weeks, like, it's how... It's it's never ending. Every week. Well, every month, because the magazines come out monthly or bi-monthly. And you're never going to look like, like that guy on that front cover (laughs) is not just doing six minutes a day. Like, just trust me, believe me, he's not doing it. I don't know why we believe, well, I do know why we believe it. We believe it because we want it to be true. We want to believe it. Now, let's go back to, that's the first part. That's the rant. (laughs) The bit about abs is that we do need to be training our core as much as we can. It's kind of keeping us upright. There's another question. So we're going to throw this one into the core as well. So We've got abs are abs are abs are abs. What's going on with the abs? Yes. There's more than one ab. So abdominals are what abs are. Yeah. But the second, there's another question. So I want to throw it because I think you can hit two questions at the same time talking about core. Yeah. And there's one that, that uh, a question about planking. Yeah. And it's saying is planking overstated? Thoughts, why, etc. Yeah. So this goes, this bounces into the core question. I genuinely think that people need to spend a little bit more time on their core. It is... It's our trunk. It's the biggest part of our body. It sort of and goes where from, the abs are from too. your quads all the way up to your to to your chest line. It's where your abdominals are. Lots of stuff in in, in in the backside, your posterior chain, your glutes, your hamstrings, your lower back muscles. That's all part of your core. It's what's keeping you upright. It's actually what makes you sit well when you when you're sitting. Yeah. And a lot of the time we'll go to the gym. Okay, I'm training back today. I'm training arms today. I'm just going for a run today. Like you can put core exercises in 10 minutes 15 minutes every single day and i think people should be doing a lot more planking someone said it's it's overrated i don't think it is i think it's one of the simplest movements we can do there's so many different variations of the plank as well which are all great for core stability we can even see a little bit of thoracic work so through through the top of the spine through the shoulders hit by a plank as well rotating planks so we get some rotation we can hit the obliques as well so there is, I think everyone should be doing, like, if you're working out, if you're on a fitness program, you should be doing 10 to 15 minutes of ab work, core work, almost every single day. It doesn't need to be complicated. Just use different time domains. Again, measure your progression on it. How long can you hold a plank? Is it one minute? Cool. Just do sets of 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Retest your plank in, in a month. See if you can hold for a minute or two a minute longer so two minutes so again it can be something that's super progressive when we have progression we have motivation because we see that we're getting better but don't be fooled by what you're seeing on the magazines the guy doesn't just get his six pack because he does 15 minutes of abs or six minutes abs every single day those magazines are trying to sell you something so uh, abdominal muscles are not just one muscle correct your 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 abs is is basically as as we know is a six pack so yeah. you've got six and you've actually got a little bit you've got six main bits that that pop out and it actually goes further down sort of into into your pelvis as well so that's the which these muscles are they're all interconnected but it's like it's the whole thing of the front which some yeah. of you it's quite disguised <laughs> that's the politically <laughs> correct way of saying that <laughs> so yeah okay there we go easy so keep working on it yeah uh, and it's um but it, it is definitely something like even if you think 
if you think about a back squat, so when we're training legs, if we have a poor core, we're going to see a lot of compromise through the core and potentially issues on the spine when we're putting pressure with a back squat, when we're putting a bar on the back to train the legs. So if your core is not strong, you're actually going to suffer in a lot of different things as well. And, you know, a lot some... I think some people are just, I, I think a lot of people are not spending enough time on, on what you said before, just a daily movement routine. And into that daily movement routine, you could also incorporate some core exercise. So you could do 10, 10 minutes of like movement, stretching, flexibility. And if you do like an intense 10 minutes, you're actually going to get a load of benefit. If you do like one stretch, check your phone, mess around, like it's going to be a complete waste of time. And then you can do like 10 minutes of, of core work. Even like four minutes or eight minutes, like you just pick like Tabata, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off of plank. Like just do it on the first day, it takes four minutes. And then you can figure out how to scale that exercise up. When it gets easy, you can make it harder as well. There we go. Uh, high intensity interval training. Yeah. Is this a craze or an old thing that is just reworked? It's just a reworded thing. Like this is the thing. You look at... To a certain extent, you look at CrossFit, you look at high-intensity training, you look at all these different ways of training. Like, there are, there are only a certain number of ways to train, and, and, and it's been pretty much figured out for a long time. Like, even if you look at the best strength protocols that are still being used today, they're some of the oldest ones as yeah. well. We do have advances in technology and in the way that we can move the body, and we, but we haven't... I don't think we've found out much new about the body like we haven't just found out in the last 10 years actually there's a muscle in the leg that we missed like we've had it pretty much set into true right yeah, so yeah. so although we've got advances in technology and, and and things are changing a bit like most of the n new fitness crazes that you come out with these days again are marketing like it's just a new way of packaging it and which is great. I don't want to seem downbeat on it because if people are getting motivated because it's now called HIT training and 10 years ago it was called circuit training and 15 years before that it was called Jane Fonda, like I'm okay with that if that's I got knew me. you had the Jane Fonda <laughs> Blu-rays. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that motivates you, but yeah, high intensity training, like we've been doing high intensity training, like circuit training that i used to do at school when i was nine years old yeah, i remember i remember, I remember doing the same it. thing like that is high intensity interval training yeah. 30 seconds on 30 seconds off i remember we we're jumping on boxes i remember yeah. we we're doing shuttle runs like that is a mass burpees high intensity yeah. and it's interval training we did it i'm nearly 40 years old so we did it 30 years ago Man. it's just good marketing yeah. and great like if that gets more people fit and moving i'm all for it but we have to like it's not the latest greatest research that we do something for on the time domain at a high intensity and it loses fat like we knew yeah. that back in the day marcus smith from interfight gym joins us every week at this time on get fit radio marcus we've run out the clock on the show i was having fun we'll do it again <laughs> next week same place same time if you've missed any of our podcasts over the last several months just go to dubaii1038.com forward slash nightline find the blog find the podcast we post up all the links to things we've spoken about and things we have not spoken about and pretty much the entire list of uh, what we set out to talk about we didn't get to today so that's uh, all right okay. sometimes that happens yeah we'll have a whole new show next week and uh, we'll see you then thank you very much cheers